Hello, and welcome back to Tevating Patiently, where I highlight, dive deeper, and celebrate the work and accomplishments of our national treasure, Aaron Tevate. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and this week's episode is a bit of a jump timeline-wise in Aaron's career, but I wanted to do it now because of its relevance. Today, we'll focus on Aaron's performance as Bobby in Barrington Stage's 2017 production of Company. Right now, we are right in the middle of the anniversary of Company's run at Barrington, which opened on August 10th, 2017. Broadway's revival of Company also just closed on July 31st. Aaron's role of Bobby seems to be one that Aaron fans everywhere are just dying to catch a glimpse of. Yet, other than preview clips, brief audios, or Aaron's concert performance of songs, footage of him as Bobby is being kept under tight lock and key. So whoever wants to start a petition to get that footage released, I'll sign. Prior to switching his major to musical theater, Aaron was studying classical voice at Ithaca. In an interview with Billboards on Broadway, Aaron shared the comparison that classical voice is to singing as ballet is to dance. It lays the groundwork for a solid foundation. And in the interview, Aaron goes on to share that in his perspective, Sondheim and his work are sacred and that you don't want to mess with it unless you really are ready to commit to all that it is. His words can actually express that better than mine could. So I'll let Aaron explain his view on Sondheim's work and company. I definitely felt this way, you know, the short time that I was in theater school that, you know, the Sondheim material was like sacred and it was, you only messed with it if you really were prepared to sing the song and you could, you had to, you know, know every word and sing everything absolutely correctly, which is a hundred percent true. But the other side of that is this, his writing, when you do that, it's all there for you. It becomes, you know, once you kind of unlock that door of, you know, some of the music is difficult and some of the lyrics are tricky, but once you unlock that door, it really opens up a whole different thing um, storytelling wise. And I, that, that's the, that's the greatest thing I've learned from doing assassins. And now this is that, you know, once you put in the work to really get it, everything else just blossoms and it's, it's the material is just so rich and amazing. And, but I, I definitely had like a very <laughs> nervous view of Sondheim material when I came into musical theater, I was like, Oh, I don't know if I want to, I can't, I'm not good enough to do that stuff. You know, that's definitely how I felt, you know, early, earlier in my life, but, uh, but it's, it's really, it's amazing. And so it, it's, it's interesting to come to this now after kind of working on much more contemporary material, but even companies specifically, I mean, this show I think the workshop started in the late 60s and it premiered in the early 70s. And it is like even today, it's a progressive show and progressive score. So I can't imagine how it was received in the 70s. I know, you know, it was received well, but I, I think it kind of built. I think originally audiences probably didn't know what to do with it because it's it is such a it's a it's a very, very modern musical that just happened to have premiered in you know the early 70s. It's, mm-hmm. it's remarkable. On Billboards on Broadway, it was also brought to Aaron's attention that each of the roles he has played up until this point of company in 2017 were created by still-living composers, and once Aaron realized that that was true at the time, he gave his signature line about how lucky he feels that that's been the case for him. Aaron shared that by working with the composers directly, he's able to get not just a better understanding of the character, the role, and the score, but the composer's able to also learn about him and adjust the music and components accordingly to fit him and his voice as well. But I think there there is something about Sondheim especially that appeals to people who maybe aren't 
total lifelong musical theater fans and yeah. maybe come from from more of a listening to pop or some other kind of music background. What do you think it is about Sondheim that has that kind of appeal? Well, I mean, just even looking in, in terms of company right now, I mean, it is, there's all this stuff here, but in a way, what's on the page is a little blank. It's really a kind of a blank canvas that you can interpret different ways and kind of try different things and, and do anything with. Um, and so I think that that's, what's really exciting about this to me is that, you know, you kind of, you kind of just learn it. And then like, for instance, we, you know, we're two weeks mm-hmm. in our rehearsal. We ran, ran the show the last you know Sunday after two weeks. Mm-hmm. And now we just have like a couple weeks to just play and see what this thing really is. Um, and I think his material lends to that. It's a, there's a lot of, oh, there's a lot of questions that are asked. Um, but I also just love, I mean, this, this one in particular too, it's, you know, I think it's showing the good and bad of all these relationships and the good and bad of marriage. And it allows the audience to come in and every single audience member is going to have a different view of marriage, of relationships. And it'll, they're going to just totally kind of place and project whatever they think to what's happening on stage. And Mm -hmm. I think that is amazing about his material. I mean, I think that's what great television and great film do and great television and film actors do is they kind of are able to be a bit of a mirror for the audience and let the audience bounce their own thoughts off of them. And I really feel like his material does that on stage in a way that nothing else I've ever experienced does. Completely, completely. Aaron's performance in Sondheim work signifies the start of a new chapter in his performing career. Prior to Sondheim's Assassins and Company, Aaron shared that his roles were basically him playing kids or teens. After Catch Me If You Can closed, Aaron was not performing on stage, but he spent his time on other great projects doing TV and film, like Graceland and Les Mis. This allowed him time to go away from the stage and grow for that next phase of characters company two in a row but was was that like a moment of transition for you of like okay I'm ready for these roles now because or you know I was really lucky that I based I worked in theater for I mean from pretty much straight through from 2004 um through when Catch Me the Can closed in 2011 so I mean that was uh, an amazing run of kind of straight through but I, I was playing kids essentially I was mm-hmm. playing you know, 18, 19, 20, 20 year old kids. And uh, I was very, you know, then, then very lucky that the last five years, basically I've been doing TV and film, you know, with Grease mixed in and Assassins mixed in. But mm-hmm. I think that the timing of that is, was just wonderfully perfect for me because I was able to kind of go away and get a little older <laughs> while, while, but while still doing this amazing different work, but at the same time now kind of coming back to it, I'm, I'm, finally old enough to then start looking at the next group of roles in musical theater and, and theater. So, you know, I think that the timing of that just worked out, you know, it's like, it's just amazing. Aaron has shared that performing in company has always been on his quote, adult role bucket list. The parallels between Aaron's life and the character Bobby that he played in company are eerily aligned. In the play, Bobby is a bachelor celebrating his 35th birthday and has close ties and relationships to his group of friends. At the time of playing Bobby, Aaron was 33 years old, a bachelor, and also has close ties and relationships with his group of friends that he has grown up with. 
And I mean, playing Bobby especially, I feel like is yeah. just a milestone for for an actor uh, that yeah. I think you really do have to feel like you're in the right point of your life to even relate to it, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's his 35th birthday. I'm I turned 34 in two months, so I'm you know I'm a I'm a year you know a year behind. But at the same time, you know, it's ve- it's very close to me because mm-hmm. I'm still very close with all the guys that I grew up with and. They're now all married. They all have kids. And <laughs> I mean, that's really, that's still very much my social structure, the people that I grew up with. And so that it's, it's very, very, <laughs> there's a lot of things that in, in the play, I'm like, whoa, this is crazy because it's so very much, you know, what I've been going through around my friends the last four or five years. So it's, it's very, it's very close at the moment. After Company's opening night at Barrington Stage, Aaron also shared in an interview with Broadway's show people how his perspective on being the only single friend of his group has changed over the years. All my buddies from home that I'm still really close with, they're all married, they all have kids, and I'm not. So I think, you know, I've, the last kind of six or seven years, suffered through being the, uh, the single guy at all the weddings. So oh, you're that I, guy. It was, very, it was fun in the beginning, and then towards the end, you're like, oh, this isn't as much fun anymore. So. In his interview with Theater Mania, Aaron was asked about how he was able to put his stamp on Bobby, being that it is such an established milestone role. And Aaron says that he tries to look at each role he plays as if it were brand new. That allows him to go in with more of an open mind to interpret the character and develop his own ideas about how he should play it. For example, in Company, it's argued that Bobby is a commitment phobe when it comes to relationships and marriage. But to Aaron, he interpreted just the opposite. He took the approach that Bobby is utterly committed to his group of friends, and that's the angle that he ran with when performing as Bobby on stage. In terms of music and songs and dancing in company, Aaron dances quite a bit throughout the night across the stage. As someone who has claimed on multiple occasions that he cannot dance, Aaron proved night after night that that is just not the case. He even willingly told choreographers that he would be willing to dance any amount that they needed him to. Aaron has also shared that the song Being Alive is one of the greatest songs written within the context of a show. Aaron would almost become Tkiri Tveit nightly when performing that song. It's so powerful and if you haven't heard it, there are clips on YouTube of him singing it as concerts he has done. However, his performance of Being Alive at 54 Below in 2019 is my personal favorite. So here's a quick clip. To wrap up, I want to share a question and a response from Aaron's interview with Theater Mania. The question was, what is the biggest thing you have learned from doing company? And Aaron's response, quote, it's been a reminder that no one is perfect. 
especially in this day and age of social media. Everyone presents only what they want seen, and it's easy to get sucked into how great someone else has it. The show company reinforces imperfection and how those are the things that bring us together. End quote. Thank you so much for listening today and for your continued support of this podcast. If anyone knows how or where to get footage of Aaron performing as Bobby in company, please let me know. The rest of the world, who were unable to see the production live, need the opportunity to see Aaron take on this role. As always, if you're looking for more fun Aaron content, you can find me on Instagram at tevading underscore patiently. Hope to see you back here for episode 12. Until